I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's the Opposition Research Podcast on HawkeyeNation.com. Welcome to the Opposition Research Podcast here on HawkeyeNation.com. My name is Andrew Downs. Each week I'll find a beat reporter, blogger, or broadcaster that covers Iowa's upcoming opponent. If you have a suggestion for who I should talk to in a given week, or if you have questions you'd like me to ask, you can find me on Twitter at Andrew C. Downs. Let's get to this week's game. Number 22, Iowa returns home to play Minnesota, a 2.30 kick, and as of right now, Iowa is a six-point favorite. And my guest today covers Minnesota for the Star Tribune. It's Randy Johnson. Randy, thank you for the time. Oh, no problem at all. Man, it's been an up-and-down season for the Gophers. Uh, is there a theme that's emerged in the wins versus the losses? Is there one or two things you can point out and say, when this happens, they win. When this happens, they don't. Uh, yeah, basically, I, I, it comes. It really comes down to uh, their running game and their offensive line. Um, they have a, a veteran offensive line, and it's been played pretty well for most of the season. It just they've had a couple of hiccups where uh, they, they had trouble against Bowling Green, and then now this past weekend against uh, Illinois, where the, they, the basically the Gophers fall behind and they, they have to go to the passing game, which they don't use a whole lot, and. Uh, basically, it's uh, they're not a team that's really built to come back on on, on opponents. So you know they're they're a team that's built to to run the ball, uh, grind the clock, and, and keep the uh, ball away from the opponent. Not much luck in the in the running game when it comes to injuries for the Gophers. Uh, obviously, Muhammad Ibrahim went out early. Trey Potts midway through the season, both out with injury. Who who should we be looking for to run the ball Saturday afternoon at Kinnick Stadium? Yeah, they're on their uh, basically fifth and sixth. Running backs uh, from the from the uh, training camp depth chart. Uh, uh, they had uh, um, uh, Bryce Williams who uh, suffered a an ankle injury, a season-ending ankle injury, uh, a couple weeks back, and then they had uh, Cam Wiley who uh, entered into the transfer portal. So that leaves a uh, uh, redshirt freshman Kai Thomas and true freshman uh, Marquise Bucky Irving. Uh, both those guys are four-star recruits, so th- there's a lot of talent there, but. They are freshmen, and you know they've they've filled in well. Had a couple, each had a couple back to back hundred yard games, um, you know, and they've done well this week. This past weekend, they got they got did get shut down though. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. How's Tanner Morgan look? That that's a guy that that we all know well here in Iowa. We've seen him play a couple of times here, and you you talk about the running game being the most important part of this offense. Uh, what what is, I guess where is the threat in the passing game if there is one? Well, it, it, it to me it, it has to flow from the running game. They have to have success in the running game. 
for Tanner to be successful. You know, this isn't isn't 2019 when he had uh, two NFL caliber wide receivers and Tyler Johnson and Rashad Bateman to throw to. Um, It's more of a complimentary type situation with the Gophers passing offense, and it's worked in their wins. In in the two losses uh, uh, to uh, Bowling Green and Illinois, uh, it, it, it didn't. They're, they're, they just got behind, and he was forced to pass, and he threw a couple picks in both games. Chris Altman-Bell has uh, had some injuries as well. Is he is he on schedule to play Saturday? Yeah, it looks like he'll be playing Saturday. At least that's what uh, uh, P.J. Flex said yesterday, that uh, you know it wasn't finalized that he'd be playing, but it, indications are uh, that he it, things are pointing in the right direction there. and They, they definitely could use him. Um, you know, he's, he's their their best receiver. Uh, they they've have, a, have a young guy, uh, Mike Brown Stevens, also emerging. Uh, but they need all, all hands on deck, all hands on deck in that passing game. How about the other side of the ball defensively? Who should Iowa fans be be looking for? Players, position groups. Where, where's the strength of this uh, go for defense? I, I would say it's it's uh, in a couple places. It's up front on the defensive line. They they rotate about eight guys in there, so they they keep them fresh. They uh, you have uh, they're doing pretty well with a, a transfer from Clemson named Niles Pinkney. Um, he, he's been a, a, a revelation from this year. And uh, their linebacker group has improved quite a bit. Uh, Jack Gibbons, a transfer from Abilene Christian, has, has been very good, and he's helped uh, hold over uh, Mariana Sorimar and uh, um, develop very well at the, at the linebacker spot. All right, so as, as we look at this game on the whole, and you know it's been hard to kind of put our finger on Iowa. It feels like it's a little hard to put your finger exactly on, on Minnesota, although they did have that nice four-game win streak before that, that loss to Illinois. Where, where do you think the advantages are in this game as you look at both teams? Where do, where do the Gophers have the advantage? Maybe where are the Hawkeyes? You know, I, I, would, I would think um, uh, the defensive line for Minnesota should be an advantage for them. I, I, you know, uh, Iowa has that great center in Tyler Linderbaum. Um, so that you know, maybe that mitigates that a bit. Uh, the Gophers' offensive line will be facing a pretty good defensive line there in Iowa too. So, you know, they need to, but they need to get that that line going and, and, and playing well. That's that's that kind of gets the whole offense going if they're uh, doing a good job of, of paving the way. So it sounds like uh, Minnesota not built to, to come back. So maybe if Iowa is able to, to jump out to a lead, which they haven't done a lot lately, but if, if they were able to do that, that, that might be a, a tough thing for, for the Gophers. Yeah, you know, it's, it's you know, with, against that Iowa defense, I'm sure any, any team is going to have trouble if they fall behind, uh, you know, for the Gophers, obviously. Um, don't, uh, don't give up the, the, the ball like I was feasted on most of the year. You know, that's, that's obviously a big thing for Minnesota. Uh, PJ Fleck just signed that extension and then promptly loses that game to Illinois. How are fans dealing with that? Uh, you know, how's how is his tenure going from for the from the fan base perspective uh, up there in Minnesota? Uh, you know, I think it's going pretty well. I mean, you know, he, he uh, uh, got a lot of uh, got a lot of run out of what happened two years ago. They they finished eleven and two and they have two top ten wins over Penn State and then over over Auburn in the bowl game. Uh, finished number ten in the final rankings. That's you know the best they've done since the early '60s. So that uh, you know that was people were pretty impressed with that. Now uh, once you get that, you, they want they want want you to do it again. Yes. So um, um, you know the the big thing for him is uh, you know he, he needs to break through and, and win the division one of these years. And they you know, they still have a chance this year. It's gonna be a little bit tougher now that they lost Illinois. They they basically need to uh, at least beat Iowa and. 
Wisconsin, which you know they haven't done in the same year since 1990. So it's 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 quite a mountain to climb. It's been six wins in a row now for Iowa in this series uh, for the Florida Rosedale. Over 20 years since the Gophers have won inside Kinnick Stadium. How badly do Gopher fans want this win? Oh yeah, pretty bad. I mean, you know they're they're kind of uh, tired of having Iowa fans lord lord the trophy over them. That's for sure. <laughs> he is Randy Johnson. You can follow him on Twitter at RJS Trib and check out his work at the Star Tribune. Randy, thank you so much for the time today. Oh, no, no problem at all. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right, there you have it. Uh, don't know exactly what to expect from this game. Uh, feel pretty good about Iowa with uh, Alex Padilla under center, but we will see. Uh, you know, it always looks good the first time. Can can it look good when the other team is prepared for it? When he's run with the ones all all week long. Uh, you know this. This and I think the rest of the games on Iowa's schedule come down to Iowa more than their opponent. If Iowa can play to its ability, if it can limit turnovers and mistakes, if it can create some of those things on the other side, I like the Hawkeyes' chances to win all three of these games. If they can't, I don't like their chances nearly as much, and uh, these are three losable games as well. We'll have it all covered at HawkeyeNation.com. Check that out, and thank you so much for listening. Go Hawks! 